This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Welcome to it. It is Chewing the Fat. How in the world are you? You know, earlier in the week, we talked about the new Jeopardy host, Mike Richards, apologizing for his derogatory comments made on an old podcast. I know. It was horrific. And he was, they've already started filming for the new season of Jeopardy. And he's out. Have a nice day. Take care. They've stopped They've stopped recording. The host is stepping down. We're going to hold production. He's going to step down as host of Jeopardy. He still will be the executive producer, but it pains him that these past incidents and comments have cast such a shadow on Jeopardy, and we're just looking forward to a, a new chapter. So I didn't think I thought he'd weather through it. It was it's an old podcast years ago from like 2014, but apparently it was just too offensive and they can't have him be part of the show. I mean, the show was called the Ren dumb show. So it was just a stupid show, but apparently he mocked women's weight. Good thing that never happens on this show. And one model he called a booth slut and repeatedly praising the average white guy host. That bastard. I don't even want to have him be the executive producer of Jeopardy. I don't even want him to hold a job anymore. How dare he call someone overweight that's just uncalled for in america well today maybe not in 2014 it is unbelievable where we are at in the world today but the good thing is you're here on chewing the fat yesterday was big tesla day Elon Musk announced that he is going to be creating humanoid robots. I know, the Tesla bot. The bot is going to be 5 foot 8, 125 pounds, can deadlift 150 pounds, walk at 5 miles per hour, and has a screen for a head that displays important information. Now, do you believe it? I mean, Elon, uh, you know, may just be throwing it out there, just trying to get everybody talking about Tesla and, you know, it'll work and it has worked, but I'm all for it. I am 100% for it. I mean, we're going to have robot slaves. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. They're going to be doing work that humans just won't do the drudgery work of like going to the grocery store, cleaning the house, mowing the lawn, washing the car. I can list a number of other things that I'm going to have my robot doing too, but I don't know that they're going to be available for that right now. I hope that Elon is working with real dolls and they're kind of combining their knowledge and we could life could be pretty good. Life could be pretty good to have a Tesla real doll robot in the, in your life. I mean, it's just a thought. It's just a thought on my part. Sure, I'd be happy with that whole slave thing. You know the robot slaves. Shut up! Don't look at me like that. It's what they are. Okay. I know that I'm purchasing them, and they're just a machine in my house. Isn't that what slavery was? Isn't it? No? Okay. 
So anyway, I, I delved into the Elon Musk world. I a guy's got a huge family, and they're all rich. I'm a little pissed. So he's got his mother is a big model, right? Dad was a, a like a an engineer, premium mental guy who was crazy out of his mind. Elon lived with him for a little while, and then said he was uh, no, didn't want anything to do with him. Said he was a really bad person. Okay. So he's got uh, he's got dad, Errol Musk, and he's Mr. doesn't have anything to do with him anymore. And he, he Musk actually said almost every crime you can possibly think of, he has done. I'd like to talk to Dad Musk. That'd be a fun talk to. Mom May Musk, dietitian and model. And she still looks pretty good. I don't know how old is she now? I think she's <laughs> she's probably almost seventy now. Still looking good though. Still hanging in there as the dietitian and the model. Kimball Musk, his brother, restaurateur, philanthropist, was in a deal with Elon early on with one of the apps that they sold for three or four hundred million to kick off life. Not bad. Then he has uh, Tosca Musk, T O S C A Musk. That's his younger sister. She runs a streaming service called Passion Flicks. I. I know. You have Lyndon Rive, his co-founder of Solar City. That's Elon's cousin. All right. Then we have Peter Rive, another cousin, co-founder in Solar City. Then we have Russ Rive, founder of an art and technical production company called Super Uber. He's also a cousin. Then you have uh, Almeida Rive. Another cousin. He's Peter. She is Peter and Lyndon's sister. She, eh, she's the, she's the, she's the crazy one of the of the bunch. She's just a dirt bike rider. Not sure what else she does. I don't know if she makes any money uh, racing dirt bikes around the world or if that's just her being her. But okay, I guess I guess she did work. It says in the story she worked sales at Solar City. <laughs> so that's just the the family. Yeah, okay. You just go ahead. You're working sales. Go do whatever you want to do. Here's your money. You have uh Justine Musk, the author and Elon's first wife. Now they met Elon has got three he he's a citizen of South Africa, Canada, and the United States. Okay. All right. That's why whenever they make the the distinction between uh, who is the richest black man in America, Kanye West. They make a big deal out of Kanye being the richest black man in America. Why don't they say he's the richest African-American? Oh, I know why. Because Elon is the richest African-American in the country. So anyway, they have uh they had they had one child that passed away early, 10 weeks old, horrible. But they've had twins and triplets. That was the first wife. And then he's got the baby with the new wife too. You have uh Tallulah Riley who Musk married twice. She married he married her twice. Just incredible. Then you have uh Grimes, that's his latest wife or person that lives with him his you know lover housemate you know used for a little musk business and maybe that's why he's making the robots you know just uh nobody wants to clean anything i'm all for it i am all for the cleaning robots i want those desperately i swear i want i want them to sweep and dust and cl- I just want them clean. I just want to clean every day. I want to wake up and have... Now, according to the story, they're calling the new robot Optimus. Okay, stop it. I mean, it's a, you can't be calling your robot after Optimus Prime. You just can't do it. Okay, that's the, the Transformers. Leave it alone, Elon. Okay, call it something else. I don't know what. Maybe call it iRobot. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, have we not seen the documentaries over the years? And I thought Elon was against AI. 
Because he's uh, earlier on, he said AI was not that good. So now I guess he's buying into it. We're going to start making robots. Oh, it's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Plus, I guess that's who we're going to be sending to Mars probably more than humans, right? We're going to send the robots to Mars. Aha. That's what we're going to do. We send the robots to Mars and let them build the first couple of outhouses, and then we show up so that we don't have to worry about it. We may actually live through that. Yeah, we've lost about 3,000 robots since we started uh, developing Mars, but we're fine now. You guys move there, no problem. I think that could be it. Anyway, uh, is it going to happen at all? We can only hope. Other news that broke yesterday. OnlyFans is going to begin banning users from posting content containing sexually explicit conduct. Um, Do they want to just go out of business? Are you kidding me? That's what it's all about. Oh, my gosh. Just that one hurts. So starting uh, in October, due to requests from banking partners and payment providers. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what they're doing to Pornhub, too. That's how they That's how they crushed Pornhub. You know, that's nowhere now. Oh, wait, it is kind of. But, uh, I mean, MasterCard, I think, made the deal back with Pornhub now where they can start using Pornhub can use the MasterCard through MindGeek, through their main company. You can't use it to subscribe through Pornhub, but MindGeek, the main corporation, gets to use it for business purposes. I think the rest of Pornhub is uh, for their premium stuff is still crypto. Or, you know, you have to pull up to Pornhub and pay them cash. <laughs> but OnlyFans, I guess now they're going to do, uh, they're, they're still going to allow nude photos and videos, but it's not real sure how the company is going to determine what kind of sexually explicit content will fall under the ban. I mean, I guess their answer would be, we'll know it when we see it. So, all right. I know that they've already started to block users from posting public sex content. They started doing that already. Bastards. I was out in the park. I was just filming, and then they won't let me post it. What the hell? So, I mean, they are trying to do less pornography on their site. Uh, Why? That's that's what they're known for. That's what they built their brand on. You could have only a fan, only fans account that's not anything to do with porn or being naked or anything like that. And there are plenty of people making a good living doing it. But the reason we all went, I mean, you all went to OnlyFans was to just look at the accounts of people who were, you know, doing stuff naked like the one lady the the one lady the cook in dallas she was uh <laughs> she posts stuff on regular social media with her uh you know thing on apron the the cooking apron but when she cooks on her only fan site the apron happens to be hanging up on the side. I'm told she makes a pretty good living doing that. I don't know. But I just find it strange that once these companies get their feet wet and build that platform off of a certain back of people, you know what I'm talking about, and then they decide, oh, no. Oh, oh, don't, no, don't, we can't see that. That's horrible. Stop it. Sounds an awful lot like some of the other social media platforms. They built their, built their whole structure around a lot of people. That, that they, and then they decided, you know, we don't like what you do. 
I mean, we appreciate you bringing all these people to our platform and, you know, all of that stuff. But no, it's over now. You take care. Thanks for being here. We don't like you anymore. Sure, you've been making a living and paying people to help you build your content and everything, but not anymore. We don't like you. So that's what's happening with OnlyFans. And, you know, speaking of Pornhub, I see where they now had got in trouble for, uh, they released, uh, they had a classical nude series that they released, and uh, now the museums are complaining about it. What? I mean, they're trying to help you out a little bit. They want people to be aware of, you know, classic artwork. And so it was an interactive guide to some of the erotic art that can be found in major museums around the world. But I guess there were some complaints from some of the museums around the world. And they look, these institutions are uh, no longer part of the classic nudes now. Uh, We can't do it anymore. We're going to go ahead and cancel that. Oh. Okay. I mean, Pornhub is, they are trying desperately to stay they are just trying desperately to stay and you know, I don't know if it's going to work or not. I just don't know if it's going to work. Alright, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Oh my gosh, that is so good. As long as we're in the break room, just a side note, uh, I know that OnlyFans is going to be really struggling if they're going to stop, you know, letting people, you know, post porn on their OnlyFans account. But Rachel Dolezal, you remember Rachel, the the fake uh, black person who was uh, in the world? She is now going to have an OnlyFans account where she's going to post foot pics and squats. So, like I said earlier, uh, OnlyFans is probably done. All right. I said it was good, but I need another drink. All right. So, I want to talk about a, a tweet that I received uh, from I Am Queen Warrior. It says Marilyn Hawk, H A U C K. But the Twitter handle is at I am Queen Warrior. Now she was responding to at Jeffy JFR, my Twitter account, and she was responding to the Dylan story that I did earlier in the week. And her response was, and I and I appreciate her reaching out to me. You are an idiot, Jeffy. You know nothing about sexual abuse or its effects. I'll stop there for a moment. You don't know that. Okay, I've never I've never opened up about the possibility of sexual abuse in me. You really are stupid and ridiculous. All caps. Shut up on your dumb opinions. Back to small case. Regarding how you don't believe a woman claiming she was abused. (sighs) All right. Dear I am Queen Warrior. I said from the very beginning that if it was true, they should hang Bob Dylan by his toenails or they should hook him up to the back of a pickup truck and drag him through town. I'm okay with that. I do have a problem with someone who files a complaint, accuses someone, and the story is about Bob Dylan, so this this lady accused Bob Dylan of uh, predatory, sexual, and unlawful acts, harmful and offensive contacts, when she was 12 years old in 1965. Now, again, if that opens the floodgates and all these women or boys, start coming through the world and saying, Bob Dylan did that to me too, then he's a dirtbag and should be drugged through town square. But we haven't seen any evidence of that. And we haven't seen any evidence of that over the years. So when someone tells me 
that they sustained physical and psychological injuries, including severe emotional and psychological distress, humiliation, fright, disassociation, anger, depression, anxiety, personal turmoil, and loss of faith, a severe shock to her nervous system, physical pain, mental anguish, and emotional and psychological damage. When someone tells me that they've been suffering from that, I would assume, me being a man, that sometime between, oh, I don't know, 1966 and 2021, you would say something. Well, she did. She finally said something in 2021, Jeff. Okay? I know that. And boy, wasn't it lucky. It sure was that she got that lawsuit filed just in the nick of time because that look back lawsuit and the law closed and expired last Saturday. Okay. That is the, uh, today, if you're listening live is the 20th of August, 2021. Last Saturday was the 14th of August, 2021. She is so darn lucky. She got it in on the 13th, Friday, the 13th. Oh, interesting. Um, lucky for her she got that in so i'm just saying they're at queen warrior that it's difficult for me to believe it if it's true i'll be the first one in line to drag bob through the streets okay i will i promise (laughs) but accusations don't equal facts you can accuse someone of anything that doesn't make it so. Are you, you, you with me? Okay. One more time, just for you at Queen Warrior. Accusations don't make it so. Wait. Let me say that again. Accusations don't mean it's true. Accusations don't make it so. You can accuse anybody of anything. Yeah, sure. I'm stuck. I'm good with that. You can quote me on all of that. But hey, thanks for listening. We need to get Daniel Craig on the phone. I need to talk to Daniel. Do you have his number? No? Oh, come on. I'll reach out to him on Twitter then or Facebook or Instagram or something. Because Daniel Craig said that uh, he's not going to leave any of his money to his children. Saying it's distasteful to pass on his millions. Man, I could not agree more, Daniel. You are so right. Um, I'm telling you, it's distasteful. And your two daughters, the one born in 2018 with your current wife and, you know, the other one who's 30 now or 29 now, uh, they do not deserve any of the money. And I just think that you should give it all away. And, oh, my gosh, that's what what he's going to do. He doesn't want to leave great sums to the next generation. I think inheritance is quite distasteful. My philosophy is to get rid of it or give it away before you go. Hi, Daniel. My name is Jeff Fisher. I know. I know it's a struggle sometimes to know what you are going to do with your money and where you're going to spend it and who you're going to give it to. So I'm here for you. And if you just want to, you know, donate a little bit to Jeff Fisher chewing the fat, it'll all be better. And just tell your kids, hey, screw off, okay? You've had a good life while I've been alive, but you're getting none of it. I mean, that's what uh, Bezos' wife and uh, Warren Buffett and I don't know that Elon signed up for it. And I know Jeff has not signed up for it. The Their project, whatever the heck they call it, where they're going to give away all their money before they die. And I, I personally, I loved how when the wife said she'd signed up for it and all the stories were like, Jeff has not commented on this story. Yeah, because he's not going to do that. <laughs> he's going to go ahead and pass that along and keep it for himself, okay? Uh, so... I do think. I mean, I think that's a. Oh, I know it was Gates that talked about them giving it all away. It's part of the uh, Warren Buffett campaign. 
well, I forget what they call it. You know, the, the thing, uh, the, the giving pledge. That's what it's called, the giving pledge, which was started by Warren and Bill and Melinda. Oh, man, that's just so nice. They just want to just want to give away at least half of their wealth to charitable causes and just give it all away. Hi, my name is Jeff Fisher from Chewing the Fat. I am a charitable cause. Have you seen me? I'm a charitable cause. Give me the money. But Daniel, I I do believe that what they will do and probably already have done is Daniel set up some trust funds for his children and the wife and wives. And that just sits there and then he's not, you know, you get your trust fund of, you know, 50 million. I don't know what Daniel, what's Daniel worth? I bet you he's got to be worth three or 400 million now, right? Got to be worth three or 400 million. Although he's filming the final James Bond movie. That's his last one. I mean, he's got to be worth at least 300, 400 million now. No way. Only 160 million. He's already started to give it away. Daniel, call me. Don't give it all away until you call me. So he's only worth 160 million. What a loser. And so <laughs> I'm worth about 16 bucks. Daniel, I know. And Daniel's worth you know, 160 million. What a loser. Uh huh. But. So, you know, he's a trust fund set up for them for $10 million each or something. And then the rest of it he gives away. And he says, I'm not leaving all this great wealth to my children. But they, you know, they're stuck with only $10 million. I don't know how they'll get by. But maybe Daniel should help out Brett Butler. You know, the actress from, uh, remember her TV show, Grace Under Fire? And she was in The Walking Dead uh, a couple years ago. Uh, really good. It was fun to see her. Well, apparently she has started a GoFundMe because she's run out of money. And she talked about uh, how she finally relented to her friends, uh, that she let them help her with her financial situation. She fell six months behind in her rent. Uh, she had depleted the $25 million fortune. Um, okay. Remember she, I mean, she made a lot of money on grace under fire, but the drug abuse and the, uh, human abuse, uh, they just pulled the plug on the show and she had all this money. So apparently then she really, after she kicked the habit Now she said that she, I think she's been clean since 98. Yeah. She's off drugs and alcohol since 98. Eh, okay. Maybe I believe that, but anyway, I mean, let's say she's been off it for, you know, since 2005 or 2006, it's still pretty good. But she said that <laughs> between the alcohol and after recovering from alcoholism, she became hooked on Vicodin, which she had been prescribed for sciatica. She said she remembers about 80 of the 112 episodes that she made with grace under fire. Oh, that's pretty good. Even if you're st- sober. I mean, those episodes were great, but do you remember them all? You're making 112 episodes of that stupid show? You're not remembering them all. You remember bits and pieces of them. That was the Vicodin. Oh, okay. So anyway, she's uh, she needs some help, and she's asking people for help. Now, she got a little extra help early on. She said that uh, Charlie Sheen helped her out at one point. I know. She said it was Charlie because he had trouble with Chuck Lorre as well. You know, Chuck was part of Grace Under Fire, so and and Charlie's had a little bit of an issue with addiction over the years. So he hired her for anger management, and then she got hard to get away with murder and Walking Dead and the morning show. So she's made a little bit of money, but that's nowhere close to what she was what she had in the bank from Grace Under Fire. So she's currently paying twenty five hundred a month for a one bedroom apartment in LA. And she also spends money on taking care of a horse that she has in Georgia. Now, good for her. And I know that she had a place in Georgia. And I, you know, I don't know if she still has a place. If she just pays for some lady to take care of her horse in Georgia. But I would say this. If you're behind in rent, maybe you let the horse go. I mean, maybe, maybe you decide, you know what? Hey, it's Brett. I know you've been taking care of my horse and everything. I really appreciate it, but I can't afford to feed him or anything anymore. So 
how about you sell him or you put a bullet in his head? But I can't take care of the horse anymore, okay? So just let me know. If you sell him, I'll give you whatever I owe you, and I'll take what's left. If you put a bullet in his head, I'm not paying you for the bullet. Thanks. Call me back. Love, Brett. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So yesterday, I posed the question, hey, is... Andrew Cuomo, has it been the 14 days yet? Is the 14 days up? I mean, is he going to go? What's going on? And I see Stu walking by today, and I want to just snag him for a moment. Stu Brigier. Yes. From um, Stu Does America. Stu Does America. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Program, yeah, yeah, the News yeah. and Why It Matters. Uh, somewhere around here. And uh, I got me thinking, well, you're the expert. Yeah. You can answer my question. <laughs> so... It isn't quite the 14 days no. yet, right? The We're big still... day is Tuesday. Tuesday. Jeffy. Yes, Tuesday's okay. the day he's supposed to be leaving. Okay. Now, does he work a full day and leave? I hope not, <laughs> because he has not stopped doing things. It's important to note that he's passed, like, he's gone through a bunch of executive orders. He's doing stuff. He's helping his friends. He's doing all the things you'd expect. Well, he Andrew wanted to, to smooth the transition. Yeah, sure, I'm sure that's it. Uh, also... No one has seen a resignation letter, and it, I will say it's making some people nervous. Heck yeah. Because I would not put it past Andrew Cuomo at all on Monday to come out and say, hey, you know what? I realized that that they were coming after me unfairly, and I will not step down for the people of New York. New York needs me. I will me. not be pressured. Right. I, I Would I be shocked by that? No. Uh, though there's no evidence of this yet. It does appear that he is leaving, uh, but there is a lot of the things you'd expect to occur. Like right. here's the letter. We have, no one's seen this stuff yet. So there have been a couple of people who've written columns. Like, is this guy really leaving? Like, is this actually happening in, in New York media? Uh, but at this point, we still believe it's occurring on Tuesday. Okay. Cause I'm going to go ahead and bet a lot of your money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that there's no way he can leave right now. Well, then, you know, uh, COVID is getting back out of control. There you go. Um, oh, my gosh. People's safety is in charge. And our transition is fine, but there's just so much to do. There's the, there's so many women I have not groped yet. And I think <laughs> they're going to feel left out. There's a couple left alive that we still are concerned about. We're still burying some bodies out back. Okay, so it's still on, though. As far as I we mean, know, it's still on. And but Tuesday is the actual day. That's the that's the fourth. It's not the 15th day. I mean, Tuesday is the 14th day. Yeah. Because he announced day. it on on a Tuesday, right? He announced it on it a Tuesday, a Tuesday afternoon, yeah. right? I can't remember if it was Tuesday or Wednesday now, but I, I, Tuesday yeah. is supposed to be the day. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to do an interview with our uh, affiliate in Albany, a WGY. Uh, the morning of of two, uh, Tuesday morning, the morning okay. of, that he's supposed to uh, resign. And I was thinking to myself, there's no radio station in America I would rather be on that day than WGY <laughs> in Albany. I hope he's listening because he's gonna get he's gonna get a mouthful. That is awesome. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, I look forward to hearing it myself. In fact, I'll well, I'll listen. I'll wait for the tape. <laughs> yeah, it's not coming I, don't wanna, I don't want to listen live, but I mean, I I could send you the link if you. Uh, they don't. They don't stuff. You can't listen to stuff live like no, that. No, you can't. It's, it's very like easy. That. You just yeah, read on the iHeartMedia app. Can't. I'd uh, have to call in. They'd have to put me on hold. And no, I'd have that's to not listen how it works live. anymore. You just don't want to <laughs> listen. <laughs> okay, thanks. Cool, thanks. All right, I see Stu leaving, and then in comes Chris Cruz. Oh my gosh! I get rid of one, and I got another one coming. By the in way, here. I know you just finished. You know your 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 um break room can i open mine and we can chat too can i open my my stupid coca-cola zero sugar yeah the new one that 
only thing in the stupid Blaze Studios. <laughs> Did we get sponsored by Coca-Cola? Because that's all we have. Oh, there's there's Diet Dr. Peppers down there, too. And everything. You are taking the Diet Dr. Pepper because this is all there's left. <laughs> so the people that love the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar have transferred their likeness to yeah, well, Diet Dr. Open Pepper. it. Let's go. I want to, you know, as long as you're in here, open your soda. And I really wanted to talk to you a little bit. I've been thinking about you the last, uh, you know, the last week or so. Well, thank since you. Since we've had our... Uh, you know, struggles in Afghanistan. I've been thinking about you because too. you don't. I have don't even. I mean, I, I don't I, even. A Monday Just night. Don't. A Monday night. I gave you a phone call. It was late at night. I was walking home, and I was missing you. And I called you. Did I not call and you? Did I not answer? And you did. All right. Then. So I was thinking alone. about you. Uh, whatever. But the the more that I hear about Afghanistan. I think about you because you pretended to be injured in Afghanistan. At I one got point, injured in Afghanistan, absolutely. And don't look behind me because if he's <laughs> laughing, he sucks too. <laughs> if Corby's <laughs> laughing, he sucks as well. Um, I was injured in Afghanistan in right one of, in one of these uh, right. attacks by the Taliban. Uh huh. And uh, I uh -huh. don't like your your attitude. If you bring me here to bog me down. It will not happen, sir. I just, I just remembered that you were in Afghanistan, and I got hurt. And, and in you, Afghanistan. I know, I know you got hurt. There's no air quotes. I, I, I got just, paperwork that says I got hurt, and I get monthly. I know you got paperwork. And I, get I know income from the government. I know because some bomb went off outside the gate a that you were guarding. Off. Yes, a bomb went off. You know, and that's come to think about now, that right there, that was back in 2009. It was, oh, wow. that was, that was that, right. Two thousand and nine, and I was nineteen years old. Two thousand and nine, and when I saw those Afghani military that we were training right. fall back, and we we're like, "What are you that way? <laughs> that way?" And it's very interesting because back in Bagram, and I don't know if they call him Bagram anymore, but Bagram—that's where I was. Right. I was in Bagram. And before, if you were just a, and I worked in one of the, I hate affirming you that I worked at a gate, but I worked at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeffy I don't will, make this stuff up. And Chris. Jeffy will post a picture on, on his Instagram, me working at the gate. Cause I, <laughs> I don't I just, make this stuff up. Chris. I have a picture and I hate that. I have to affirm that you were correct. <laughs> Because you were correct, and you are correct. Working at the gate, I work at the gate of... Uh, Listen, the we appreciate anything you did. We <laughs> Thank you for your service. Really. I, I mean that. It was a gate that processed all the <laughs> sure. trucks yeah, you know, sure coming yeah. in from different bases, bringing our, our gear or bringing well, I understand. food and stuff like That's that. That's what gates are. <laughs> so working at this gate, and I remember, oh man, I remember like it was yesterday. I was having, I was sitting next to my sergeant. I was having pumpkin pie. Boy, tough times in Afghanistan, huh? Right. And it was so tough that was, I had an entire pumpkin pie right. by myself. Yeah. And the sergeant has his Maybe own more whipped cream. Pie. There was no whipped cream. That, oh. That's 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 that's, oh, a, that's okay. the poopy part right there. We had no whipped cream. So I'm sitting so there. So you're struggling. I mean, it's tough times. It in is tough time. And I'm having a pumpkin pie, and we hear the. Never in my lifetime I heard that whistle, and it was the the before the bomb. You know, go, go. right. <laughs> like so, before the explosion, is it, does it go silent? Yes. Yeah. And we hear that, and we it, it took us like, hey, control, is there testing going on? Because again, 2009, 19 years old, I'm a brand new you know person. I just got in the military. The sergeant just put on his sergeant stripes, so he's also kind of like right. getting to know what is going on. And all of a sudden, Master Sergeant Moore, my goodness, he comes in his little <laughs> four-wheeler. Code red! Code red! We're like, what does that mean? Hold on. Let me get my notebook out. Code red. <laughs> code red. Oh, crap! That means charge and load. Next time say that, okay? <laughs> he is coming. They're coming. The... So reason, you were all under attack. We were all under attack. The reason why he, you know, on his four-wheeler, he was yelling that code red was because the Afghani police, a.k.a. the Afghani military that we had, they all left their posts. As soon as the Taliban Incredible. was attacking them, they just, like, 
left. So no, it's nothing. Uh, this is really strange. I mean, it, we were wondering why they would just back up and kind of leave. But this is their it's MO. It's not new. And yeah. then one thing, uh, Sarah Gonzalez asked me this on Friday. She's like, why do you think that? And I don't think they have the same proudness. No, they don't. But because th these not, were people they that don't care were, about the nation. It's not they're not proud to be Afghanis. Exactly. You know, like why, Chris? Why did you know? Why did you join the military? Well, because I remember nine eleven, and I said I don't want that country. to happen again. Yeah, my country was attacked. I'm going to sacrifice Absolutely. my life, and that was like a calling. The Afghani people that we had to train, they weren't people that saying God and country. They were just saying Allah. You know, right. there was no like that. And seeing them retreat and now seeing what is happening in the world, I'm like, really, guys? In 2009, a 19-year-old two-striper saw that, saying, these people do not have, and I don't want to say people say, oh, well, you could say that, the bravery to, to stand for, and I'm sorry, you did sign up for this, so guess what? If you die in combat, I am so sorry. But that's what you signed up for. Yeah. So all these people, before you get to our gate, there's about three to five checkpoints. They just blew them like, like it was nothing. They just retreated, mm -hmm. and we're trying to tell them, nope, you go back in there. And I see it on Twitter, especially all these foreign military people that have been training as well. All these Afghani yeah. people posting their like, look, these people did not know. They didn't shoot that way. Don't hide again. If they were, they were not mentally. Prepare for this. Do so you think they come back though? I mean, they should have been. Met, no, you're talking about 2009, and then, oh, yeah. you know, obviously bringing it forward to today. But you would hope that and believe that the training has been. It took. You would hope that you the training hope took, took, but it didn't seem to. But one thing that we forget in the West world is these are people that are. Well, we made fun of them, Jeffy. I remember this in 2001. Not me, Chris. These are, I don't know what you're talking about. How can these people about? in horses and sandals <laughs> destroy <laughs> an entire civilization? Right. You know, I know. I know. These are people that, the Taliban, that they don't care about our feelings. They just want to conquer. These are people that are still living in 3,000 years ago mindset yeah. of barbarism and brutality and force like the only way and i said this and it's funny because i was talking this to rob and and jason a couple of days ago back in 2009 i looked around i'm so sorry if you're an afghani person and you listen to this podcast because i know you listen because i see the metrics why didn't we go in there and just made it into a parking lot i line? don't know i don't know that should have been done that in, in iraq as well in 2002 we should have done it in, a, in Iraq before that, before Afghanistan. We should, there, are, there are people. I'm not one of them. I'm just saying there are people out there that believe that Tommy Franks and Bush should be tried for war crimes uh, for going into Iraq and then just stopping and pulling up short before they actually took over Baghdad and took over the damn country. And it's very interesting. And how about we get some oil out of it, too? This is a side note. That's what those people are saying, not me. Yeah, we're not saying not that. Me. But one thing that I never understood was why did we do the same thing we did to the Hiroshima people? Lo drop those leaflets. Oh, we didn't. Well, then go next door to Mercury One and look at the <laughs> leaflets. We have them over there. Yep. Drop the you have 24 hours to leave this area. We're going to bomb it. We're going to wipe you out. We're going nice to wipe them out. And I'm not into nation building. But if we're going to make them into the parking lot of the United States, and this is where the, the mall parking lot is going to be for Sears, then we're going to help you out and rebuild it, I'm and okay. that's it. I, I would have been okay with that. And I, I, and, everybody would have been okay with I that. Think, and I think that, uh, well, with the administration we have in office right now is not going to be okay with that. The what? The administration that we have in office right now is not going to be okay see, with that. See, that administration, that word means something. I don't know. But right now, does it really mean something? I know. You I have don't know. general. I've never, Jeffy, a general in the United States military gets paid six figures. Okay, once they get joined to the Pentagon, that's an extra bonus pay that they get. Okay, so not only you're making well, six okay figures, sure. you're getting an extra pay because yeah, you are the Pentagon. Okay, your housing is paid for. Usually, your wife is one of those military wife that has a a military thing that. Everything gets paid. You treat it like royalty in every in, oh, and you stay in one of the best Air Force bases. 
You know, if you're a general, especially in the Pentagon, and you're in the Air Force, you get stayed in one of the best Air Force bases, Langley, for Eustis Air Force Base, where I used to work, and you get an entire row of generals. It's called General Road, and that <laughs> entire street <laughs> is full of generals. And I mean, these, even, even if you're just Air Force, that's still pretty good. Absolutely. And you're telling me that when you're questioned about, one, how many Americans are in the ground you do not know, then what the hell is my passport for? You're telling me, Fisher, every time I went to different countries like Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, uh, Kyrgyzstan, uh, Jordan, I scan my passport, aka that was my military ID. They know where I was. Just manifest. We know who. And you tell me you don't know how many people are. You know what it is? It's because you know how many Americans there are. And if the real number comes out, this administration will look even worse. I believe Because that. right now, there is so much poop in their hands. <laughs> they're no trying to wash their hands. And they, and, they're not going to be clean until they get these people out of there. And, and I don't even know if they're going to be clean after that. And if we lose an American life, where the news is reporting that American lives have been lost over there right now. We already lost American lives. In my personal opinion, this is just my opinion. I have uh, no uh, report. I, I don't necessarily disagree, but it we, we don't know about it. I believe, I Jeffy, won't. this this show is all movies. We talk movies here yeah. all the time. And back in the pandemic, at the beginning where I was at home and you were at home, <laughs> we said, hey, Jeffy, what movie are we on right now in the middle oh, of the pandemic? Right. Remember? We did yes, that. Yes, absolutely. That. What okay. movie are we on in life? Right now, we are in the beginning credits of Black Hawk Down. If you remember Black Hawk Down in Mogadishu. I remember Black Hawk Down. I don't remember where, Black Hawk Down. Where all the soldiers are just chilling at the base. And they're like, hey, we're going to use a routine check between this point and this point. That's it. We're in and out. In and out. That's where we are right now. And I don't wish this upon anybody in, in, uh, in Afghanistan, in Kabul. But we will see a Mogadishu moment in Kabul. I mean, some of that footage coming out of Afghanistan looked a lot like World War Z. Oh, in the trenches? Just to me. Yeah. Just to me as uh, the crowd running along the yep. airports. Uh, looked like that movie. And we've already talked earlier in the broadcast about the documentary iRobot. So, I mean, I don't know what more we can talk about movies today. It is so sad. So, anyway, it's very it's sad. It's so sad because sad. this administration will have Saigon moment that already yeah, happened. Yep, that did. We'll have a Mogadishu moment that is just days away or hours away of happening. And then we'll have a Tears of the Sun moment because we're going to have to send special forces to get those, those missionary people. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to have a Absolutely. Tears of the Sun moment. I mean, we have other countries going in and out and rescuing their people. How embarrassing is that? And we're standing there with our thumbs up our butt? Jeffy, no, thank you. the parliament, you know this show loves everything that has to do with parliament, no, with the royal I family. Do, but, uh, but when you start flipping it toward the Americans... You know, I saw his. I saw the one guy's speech, and we they're going after America. Were, and, I, and I know I I liked it. I liked it. I, I mean, loved it. It was, he it's was embarrassing. Right. I know. But on the flip side of that, as an American, shut up, shut up, United Kingdom person. We left you. We don't need you. Shut up. Well, obviously, we do need them now. <laughs> they're the only one with balls to go in there. Who would have thunk that in the history of the world, the French? I know. Will beat us. Uh, the French. Fisher, the that's French. embarrassing. Last time I checked, they're just a bunch. When you say, hey, I'm going to go and, and go to this very romantic city. You don't say America. You say the French because they're weak. They, they got their pastries and and their sauces and their wee-wee and hoo-la-la. You don't go to them to like... The great barbarians, the French. What is that? I got to go and start thinking about what the fofo may may is for a second. Hold on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. 
So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Remember, if you wish to help get the Christians out of Afghanistan, you can always donate at the NazareneFund.org. Be sure to say prayers for anyone in Afghanistan that uh, would be in harm's way. And you may want to say a prayer for Britney Spears' staff member. Uh, she was uh, she was assaulted. And I'm going to tell you how bad it is. All right, now, Britney is not talking to the police right now. She won't come to the door. But uh, the staff member claims to have taken Brittany's dog to the vet. Right? And when she returned home, they got into a little spat over what the vet said about the dog and what the treatment should be. Now, that's when Brittany was even more upset and slapped the staff member's phone out of her hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the horror, how she treats her staff members, workers. That's why you get a robot. But if this were to actually have happened, is that really battery? I mean, that's apparently what's going to be charged with. The police are saying, yeah, we're looking into it. Uh, we went, we stopped by the house and, yeah, she's not coming to the door. So we drove away. <laughs> I would say if you are worried about Brittany slapping the phone out of your hand, there's more of an issue. There's And Brittany needs to find some new help is what needs to happen. Oh, you can't treat workers like that. That's right. And uh, perhaps you shouldn't have given her bad information about her animals. Okay. And perhaps you should realize that you could be replaced with a robot any day. All right, that's just the kind of help that these robots are going to do coming from Elon Musk. Okay, all right. Reminder too, Walking Dead, final season begins this weekend. If you're listening live today, Friday, the 20th of August, 2021, this weekend, if you're not an AMC Plus member, but just a lowly cable subscriber where you just get AMC, you'll be able to see the Episode 1 of Season 11, and we'll talk about it uh, on Monday with uh, Talking Walking Dead. Seriously, even I am Queen Warrior, thanks for listening. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.